You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Daniel, what if one of these times we just, I started the intro and you came in second? Just really throw people for a loop. Just to really people off. Would fr- people would, would freak out. They would I would freak out. I think I, the rest of the show I'd be like, hello and well, oh no, we already no, did no. that part. <clears throat> okay. We have. I don't we- know what to do with my hands. <laughs> uh, hey, welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, he is Daniel. I am Clint. We are two fans that love UGA, just like you do, and we want to make your fandom as best as we possibly can. We want to accentuate that fandom, make it as as good Mm. as we possibly can, just like we want our fandom to be challenged by you, save for Trevor. Trevor, you're not welcome here uh, to increase our fandom. You're encouraged to increase our trolling, but not our fandom. Uh, So we're glad you're here. We're not insiders or gurus. We are two fans. So this podcast is for fans by fans. Glad you're here with us. That's right. Real takes from real fans. That's what the podcast is about. Uh, not trying to be somebody that we're not. Not trying to take ourselves too seriously, but we are trying to be the best fans that we can be. If you are a Georgia fan, and you want to join into this conversation. We love getting your uh, comments and thoughts and emails and ideas and all sorts of things. Uh, you can email us at lockdownbulldogs at gmail as the season approaches. We would love to hear from you, hear what you're excited about about this team, hear what your predictions are. Uh, you want to get out your robe, maybe? I Make some predictions. We say, would love to hear. Show us your predicting robes. Get the, no, don't show us. No, no. Nope. Like Clint nope. takes that back. Please do not show us. Your, we don't. Nobody needs to see that. A <laughs> man's a man's predicting robe, Clint, is his most sacred and private of all his possessions. He. Sh- he should never go around showing that off to no. the to, to to God and everybody in the world. Uh, but you can give us your predictions that you've made in your predicting robes. Um, we would love to hear from you. Lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com or you can hit, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. If you're new to the show, all that we ask is that you click that subscribe button. That is the only thing that we do. We are here five days a week, and so that helps the show get to you, and it helps you uh, connect with us, and that helps us out a tremendous amount. If you like the show, if you've been around for a while, you can leave us a rating or a review. We appreciate all of you that have done that. Um, five stars is helpful, and you can just type good podcast or whatever you want to type. Uh, there's a lot of pressure to type something witty when you leave a review for for a podcast it's a debilitating it's a debilitating thing but we we understand um that and don't we don't put any pressure on you but no five star reviews do help other people find the show and that helps us out a tremendous amount as we get closer to the season if your friends are looking for a georgia podcast you can recommend it to them if your cat's looking for a georgia podcast well you know what to do uh Let's get into Clint as we begin today's Tuesday episode. I'm excited because tomorrow, Clint. Oh, man. Part one oh, man. of the two-part season preview extravaganza is what I'm calling it. The, the season preview extravaganza with executive producer intern Michael live and in person on the podcast. Clint, it doesn't get any better than this. Some no. of my favorite episodes we've ever recorded were the all-time UGA draft oh, that we old, did. Old Moon Pie, come on back. With Old Moon Pie, executive producer, audio engineer, legal consultant, and fashionista Michael oh. uh, coming back oh. onto the show. I, yeah, I, did, I did notice that you had a new robe. Was that his recommendation to you, Dan? <laughs> 
it's a it's a it's an M Dubs design. Um, uh, he's coming back onto the show. I'm excited about that. Will be Wednesday show and Friday show sandwiched in between them. Will be locks um, on Thursday, um, and we got some splaining to do, Clint. <laughs> we, we got some splaining to do when it comes to the locks. We'll get there. Um, we'll, we'll make it up to you. I promise. Let me tell you who else has some splaining to do, Clint. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> How's the Big 12 doing so far this year? Can we just we got so caught up in quarterbacks and scrimmages yesterday. We might have forgotten to talk about the single biggest opening weekend implosion of a conference in history in totality. One of the things I got some explaining to do for my lock segment is Iowa State, how are you doing? Welcome to the back of the the vehicle in which all of my goods have been shoved in for family vacation. And when we have forgotten about the dog and we need to play make a place for him in the back, he gets the spot and you don't. Like like you know what I'm saying, Iowa State? Like That's you, correct. You you're left on the driveway. Correct. We're, we're headed out. I'm gone, and you're not coming with me. Uh, no, Daniel, the Big 12 had the most horrific opening football weekend in the history of conference play. It was terrible. Iowa Oklahoma State. State Oklahoma State had to cancel their game because of the COVID, and I think they, they came out looking the best. They uh, were the, happy. Daniel? Happy to do it. Um, Iowa State, they didn't lose to Louisiana, Clint. They got taken to the woodshed. They got manhandled by Louisiana. Uh, there were a couple of linebackers for Louisiana. Oh, oh my! They came to hit, mm-hmm. and they hit often, and they hit hard. Coach for Louisiana Lafayette was calling off the dogs at the end of the game. Yeah. Okay, they were trying not to run up the score on Iowa State. Brock Purdy, how you doing? Heisman candidate? Bye bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, you play in the Big Twelve. So, um, Kansas State. What's up? How's old? How's old Kansas? How's old Kansas State doing? The fine folks down at Arkansas State. Um, listen, impossible not to root for uh, Arkansas State and Blake Anderson. I believe his name is head we coach you, down there. Uh, great guy, just yep. a really genuine dude. Everything you hear out of this guy, there's Everything. it would be so easy. It would be so easy. You're gonna. I mean, don't think that I'm disrespectful and heartless, but just a glimpse into my personality. It would be so easy for this guy to come off cliche and cheesy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's yep. got every right to come off cliche and cheesy, but he comes off very genuine. Uh, just a really likable dude, which makes you want to cheer for Arkansas State, which is great because um, who did Arkansas State play in Week One? Uh, Was that? Um... Uh, what was that purple team? They played Memphis in yeah. week one, and they got beat. Got beat by Memphis. Okay? Memphis, Mike Norvell, no longer the coach. Hey, Mike uh, Norvell, we'll how see. you doing? <laughs> ACC, we'll get to you in due time. See, Don't worry. See, what had happened was I'm going to go to Florida State, and then what was <laughs> going to happen? <laughs> Arkansas State got beat by Memphis in week one, and so then they went and played a Power 5 school in Kansas State. Clint and gosh darn it, they went in to Manhattan, Kansas, the Little Apple, and they won the game right there on the field. Now, how about how about Texas Tech barely squeaking out a win against Houston Baptist? I'm sorry, no, you you heard me correct. That's not the service times aren't put in little print at the bottom of the website. No, no, no. no. That that no. university 
almost they took beat up a, Texas they took Tech. A, they did pass the plate and take up a collection to try to fund Texas Tech's efforts to get a new coach now that Ryan Gosling has left but uh but that is not that's not even the powerhouse um Houston Methodist or no. Houston Presbyterian that's no. Houston Baptist correct okay they're not even they're not even really concerned about football and yet here they are darn near beating Texas Tech but um but Kansas State and Iowa State were not the only two teams to lose to a Sunbelt team no in this the Big 12 was the worst I Daniel. mean who's this is a lock that I just I need to come full circle and own here <laughs> Who's better at football, Clint? Coastal Carolina or Kansas? Well, it appears, based upon actual games played, it is Coastal Carolina. I know they didn't win by this many points, but watching the game, it felt like Coastal Carolina was a 21-point favorite and Kansas covered the spread. That's like That's, that's what the game felt like. That was... Coastal Carolina is a full 21 points better than Kansas. Like not even, not even close. Later in the season, I happen to know, October 3rd, mark your calendars, Arkansas State plays Coastal Carolina. And I believe they're going to give the winner of that game the Big 12 title. Get get the popcorn. So, get the... I believe the Big 12 is going to formally invite one of those two teams to join the conference. <laughs> like like soccer, so, like the Premier League, the bottom team gets kicked that, out. Yeah, It's relegation. Yes, it's correct. It's relegation to the Big 12. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, Big 12 terrible at football, but we enjoy watching it. So thanks as always, Big 12. Uh, not terrible at what they do. Rock Auto, Daniel. Uh, that 2005 Honda Odyssey, you know what we need to do to that mm-hmm. thing, Daniel? Well, we need to get some more room in the back so that we don't have to throw away all our stuff when our dog wants to come we on need, vacation. We need, a, we need a cargo rack on that thing. We need we, that. We need a cargo rack. Get one of those hard shell turtle carrier that's, type things. That's what, I'm that's what, that's that's what, what we're we all need. about. One that's got a lock, one that can be easily installed, one that we can find that fits the 2005 Honda Odyssey or whatever car you have. Go to rockauto.com and you type in all the part that your car will ever need. They will have it for you. They'll have it at reliably low prices. They're going to get it to you right to your door. You don't have to go into any part store. Don't be embarrassed by anything. Don't have to talk to Ryan or Gary or anybody else at the front. And that's, that's, it's, it's bad. Their names, their names are Ryan and Gary, just I, to be definitively clear. We're not speculating 100%. on that. Your local auto parts store Go in there is and employed, has two employees named Ryan and Gary. Bet me. Bet me. Please. (laughs) RockAuto.com, however, is going to have people that know what they're talking about. They're going to get you the part, and your car is never going to have a need to go elsewhere. RockAuto.com. Let them know what we sent you by putting in locked on in the comment section. That's RockAuto.com. All right, Daniel. Uh, The Big 12, bad. Yes. But UGA, we're hoping, is going to be a much better story, much better opening weekend. But the problem that we are facing right now, besides quarterback explanation of, of who's going to play and who's not going to who's going to ride the pine, who's going to start, all of that's well and fine. But, Daniel, we're going to actually need people to catch the ball, to carry the ball, and to make yards going to the end zone to, I don't know, score points for us, to make plays hmm. in space, to make men miss on tackles, to get extra yardage. To make the big catches. So, Daniel, we're going to talk about playmakers. And I suppose the question that I have for you is this. Okay. Uh, I want you to name the, the 
the studs on offense that are going to get you the yards that you need any time of day that you can trust 100% with getting the first down when we need it. I'll, I'll let you go first. We'll play a game. We'll go back and forth. Okay. 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 I'll go first. You go first. Okay. We are naming playmakers, dudes, studs. That, right. that have been crystallized in our mind that we trust a thousand percent, put our money where our mouth is. Okay. That's right. Okay. okay. I'm going to go first. Okay. Jorge Pickens. Who? That's who I'm going to start off with. How are you up? doing? What's up, All right, Jorge? Your turn. Okay. Your turn. My turn. Here we go. Hold, hold on. Hold. No, wait. Wait. No, no, no. <laughs> what you're going to do is just, I know you forgot the rules. What you're going to do okay. is you're going to name a player yeah. on our team. Right. Who has proven himself okay. to be a, a playmaker. Okay, good. A person who can oh. go out there and make plays. Oh, I get it. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Lawrence Cager. Yeah. I, I take Lawrence Cager with nope. second. No, I, I nope. can't do that. Can't okay. take him. No. Okay. Uh, Mecole Hardiman. I'm, I'm taking nope. Mecole. Uh, no. Okay. Kansas mm. City Chiefs. No. Mm, uh, go with Dominic Blaylock. I, go with Dominic Blaylock. It's it. It's got. Oh, no, oh. no. We can't oh. do Dominic Blaylock. Nope. Not playing. So not it appears playing. to me, Daniel, that we have Jorge and then mm-hmm. a chasm that has the sound of Wiley e. Coyote falling down it. <laughs> uh huh. That's and correct. Somebody. Just a long, exaggerated whistle that just gets fainter and fainter as the as you go on. Um. Do we have a playmaker problem at the university? Like, is this a situation that we should be talking more about? Here's here's what I understand. I don't know if we have a playmaker problem, but I don't know we have a playmaker solution outside of Jorge, and that to me mm. is mm. a problem. So mm. so it's not that we have giant holes; it's that we have holes to fill, and I don't know where to put or who to put where with those holes, Daniel, and that's disconcerting to me. Yeah, let me let me talk to you about. The thing that gives me hope. Now, we do not have proven players at Playmaker. We're going to play a game in segment three. We're actually going to do a, a, a play little game. Is he a Playmaker or not? And we're going to kind of go back and forth. We're going to, so we're going to go through some names. But first of all, let me do a case study for you on Playmakers at UGA and what, what has gone wrong, in my opinion, oh, no. in recent history under the likes of, of Jimmy C. Um, hashtag never forget. Jimmy C. So, um, I went and rewatched. You know how I love to rewatch. Clark. You get the you get the BHS out, Daniel. This this time of year, I am on I'm on that YouTube's and I am rewatching. I went and rewatched the Notre Dame game from last year. Okay, so um, playmaker on uh, last year's team, Demetrius Robertson. Mm-hmm. Okay, much talked about. Uh, now, in the Notre Dame game, Demetrius Robinson, it was his best game of the year. Nah, maybe you could say South Carolina was his best game of the year. But, but. Notre Dame, four catches for 48 yards. Okay? Four catches for 48 yards. That was his go. best game of the year. Okay? So I went and I wanted to see. I watched every play, every offensive play. And I wanted to see, well, how did Demetrius Robinson go about getting those four catches for 48 yards because if you will recall mm-hmm. notre dame game fairly close game all right um uh, and you know how, so how did those how did those catches how did those numbers come about let me explain them to you first play of the game pass to d rob on the right on the right uh sideline six yard gain second play of the game pass to d rob 
Six-yard six gain, first down. First two plays of the game, D-Rob catches the ball, and he gets a first down. Okay? okay? Now, the rest of the first half, Clint, the entirety of the rest of the first half, do you know how many snaps D-Rob was on the field for? I don't think I'm going to like it. Four. No, no. Clint? Four. He was on the field for four snaps the rest of the first half. Do you know how many times he was targeted in those four snaps? Well, the answer is zero zero. to that. But it's tough to get targeted when – do you know how many downfield routes he ran the entire rest of the first half? No, zero. Mm -hmm. Two of the snaps that he was on the field were run plays, and he literally just stood there on the edge and did absolutely nothing. And two of the snaps that he was on the field, Clint, you remember that um, loop-de-loop thing that Jimmy C. loved to do with the slot receiver? I try not to. Where he put the slot receiver in motion, and then he just slingshotted around Jake Fromm and ran out to the flat and did absolutely nothing? Uh, I believe you thought he was setting up a play in the secret playbook with that (laughs) with that formation. If I recall correctly, well, D-Rob did that a couple times. Yeah, that's fitting. In the first half. Okay. Let me tell you about the second half, or, or let me tell you about the whole game. He had five catches. Do you know how many times he was targeted in the game? He had four catches, I should say. Probably he was five targeted times. five times. He was targeted five times. The one time he didn't catch the ball, it was a blatant pass interference in the end zone that was not called. So he, he would have had five catches. Um, we don't have a playmaker problem. This is what I'm going to argue. We have a play calling problem. Mm-hmm. We, when this team sends our playmakers downfield, we're fine. Good things happen. Okay. The, Jimmy C blatantly refused to send our playmakers down. He would throw the ball out to the flat. He would try to get the ball like swinging it out of the backfield. For whatever reason, it's been deemed in his career at Georgia so far that Demetrius Robertson's not allowed to run downfield. But let me just tell you, when Demetrius Robertson runs downfield, good things happen for Georgia. Definitively, good things happen for Georgia. So listen, I believe Todd Munkin has half a brain, and I believe this will be a year where where it's realized that Demetrius Robertson doesn't have to just run jet, jet motion in the backfield. Uh, the problem is not that we don't have playmakers. The problem is that there are other people, Matt Landers, Tyler Simmons, who are not playmakers who are getting more snaps than the guys like Demetrius Robinson on this team who are playmakers, Clint. Dan, we're going to come back after this break, and we're going to go through a game of is he a playmaker? Daniel, we have, like you said, guys on this team. We have people that can be good. So I I suppose I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to go down a list. And here's the criteria for this. Can he be a playmaker? Since we don't know specifically as to your point of D-Rob, which is well stated, uh, Hat, when given the opportunity, can flash. Can they flash for long periods of time? And can they produce in an offensive system that fits what we need to see, which is explosive plays? That is to be determined. So can he be a playmaker? And by playmaker, we mean this. Is he going to gain 500 yards or more from scrimmage? Daniel. Uh, Run game, pass game, any, any, anything. Anything. Just positive yards from scrimmage. Now, uh, IT specialist and statistical engineer as well, mm-hmm. um, Michael, 
Him dubs, uh, has deemed that we had how many total players last year that could fit that bill? Oh, we had three. Okay. We had three, three. players last year. Raise raise a hand real quick. Who's missing Jimmy C? Raise of hands. Raise of oh no, no hands. Okay. Hands going up all over the place. Um two of them were Brian Harry and DeAndre Swift, no longer with the team. <laughs> Great news. One of them. One of them was the aforementioned George Pickens. So, okay. Okay. three players from scrimmage. So this year, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say Zamir White and Jorge are definitively on this list. Correct. All right? The, Zamir White and Jorge will have 500 yards from scrimmage this year. They are bona fide playmakers. I believe it. But jury's still out on all these names and so there's going to be some yeses i imagine there's going to be some no's maybe we'll agree maybe we'll disagree but we're just going to kind of rapid fire through these names clint are you ready i'm ready let's start with d-rob clint 500 yards playmaker is d-rob a playmaker for the 2020 georgia bulldogs yes i say yes and i say it's closer to 800 yards i was gonna say 750 Mm -hmm. it's a big year it's a big year for my boy d-rob james cook clint no I'll believe it when I see it, James. Prove me wrong. Prove us wrong, I know people James. are excited because you, because you went out for the interview, but I'm sorry, but no. no. James Cook reeks of like a 380 yards from scrimmage this year. 100% could uh, be Kenny McIntosh, Clint, 500 you know, total yards from scrimmage. You know what I'm going to say, Daniel. You know I am contractually obligated to say yes to this. Kenny McIntosh, 500 yards. This is a no yes. for me. This is a hands-down no. Kenny McIntosh will not gain 500 yards from scrimmage. Um, the big O, Darnell Washington, Clint. He going to get his 500? Not a chance. Not a chance? Mm, not a chance. Not a chance? Zero chance. Wowzers. Uh, last year, Eli Wolf had 194 <laughs> yards from scrimmage. <laughs> You ready for this? And Charlie Warner had 78. He got drafted by an NFL team. He had 78 yards from scrimmage last it's what, year. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Um, As a tight end, it's going to be real tough to get your 500. No, Darnell Washington is not a playmaker for this team, as exciting as he is. Trey McKitty. Nope. We don't, he's injured. We don't know when he's coming back. I say definitively no. There's no way he's given us 500 yards. Kiaris Jackson, Clint. This is this is close, Daniel. This is he gonna is get 500? Look, if he has 500, if D. Rob has 700, and if Jorge does what Jorge is gonna do, which is closer to a thousand, Daniel. Oh, it's not closer to. It's over. Right. But yes, that's a whole lot of yards, Daniel. It's a whole lot of, a yards, lot of for yards. yards. And I say yes, he's at 500. Kiaris Jackson, yes. Give me, give me five hundred for Kiaris Jackson, yes. No, no, I say no for Kiaris Jackson. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna throw this out there. Okay. Any freshman wide receiver, Clint? Are there any playmakers on this freshman wide receiver class? Five hundred yards. Not getting five hundred yards. No. Mm. If if I had to choose one, Burton apparently is making lots of noise. I say no as well. Anybody we missed? 
Clint, any names that we should have said, you'll notice we didn't say Matt Landers. Don't if you're Stop. if you're listening Stop. to the podcast and you're asking Stop. us to talk about Matt Landers, then clearly you've not been listening to the podcast. So we just want to say welcome. We're glad that you're here. It's so good to have you on the show. But please don't bring up Matt Landers no. to us because no. he dead. We okay? ain't here for that. No. Okay. So anybody we missed, Clint, anybody that should be in this conversation but isn't. Not at the 500-yard mark, Daniel, no. So let's just be clear. You have Zamir White, Jorge, D-Rob, Kenny McIntosh, and Kiaris Jackson. Yes, sir. Which I believe, if my maths is correct, mm-hmm. is five playmakers mm-hmm. on this year's team. That's what I'm saying. I have Zamir White, Jorge, and D-Rob crickets. Which I believe, if my math serves me correct, is the same number of three playmakers as last, as year. last year. And thus brings us to my potential depression that I have when I think about this year's offensive team. There's a lot of excitement around this year's offense. And the closer we get to the season, the more nervous I get about it, Clint. This is the point that I'm trying to make to you. Uh, I I'm am getting nervous. I am Kenny McIntosh. I'm contractually obligated to. I think it's really, really close. If I'm curious, Jackson, I don't know if he eclipses it, but I hope he does. But your point is well made, Daniel. Guys, if you're not bucket worthy, cringe worthy about this offense yet, get get with it. Get with it now. It's going to serve you get better in bucket. the long run. Get, get your, your bucket buckets now. ready. Um, hey, that does it for Lockdown Bulldogs. We'll be back tomorrow with the. M dubs. Then we have locks and then we have one more episode with M dubs as we preview to the season. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Bulldogs on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. See ya.